0: Hello, and welcome to the Three for Thursday podcast from fmi.online. Look at a top three related to a recent news story. I'm your host, Chris Hewitt, and today's Three for Thursday is what are the three best finance movies to learn about the financial markets? There's been a kind of a pause in filmmaking in recent months and the last year, for obvious reasons. However, you might have seen a few um, hitting the box office more so in the last weeks and months. Um, I'm a big film watcher myself, and I know my guest is as well. And what we're going to talk about today are three of the films that you can watch, first of all, to enjoy, but secondly, to try and improve your financial acumen. Um, So let's start by introducing our guest, Ryan, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, Chris. I'm doing really well. Hope you're doing well as well. It's great to be back again. Doing really good. Thank you very much, Ryan. Um, now, I mentioned that I'm quite into films. You said that you were. How often do you watch films? Is film something that you do on a on a regular basis?
1: Oh, I love a good movie. Unfortunately, with a five and a and an nearly three year old, uh, I find it really hard to find time to sit down and watch movies these days. And by the time they're in bed, I'm usually in bed about half an hour after them. So. Not as many movies. I used to watch a lot of movies when I used to fly around for training, but I think none of us have really had that pleasure over the last twelve, fourteen months. So no not a lot of film watching going on in our household at the moment. No no Disney films? No, no Disney films yet. I know my time is coming. I know my time is coming.
0: I do remember watching Frozen with my niece several times. <laughs> that's that's the only Disney film that I've watched in recent years. But we're talking today about finance movies. Um, Obviously, this is a subjective top three, but I want to hear from you three films you'd recommend our listeners could watch that are hopefully enjoyable, but at the same time, they can improve some of their understanding of finance. What would be your number one choice? If you could give one film that someone could watch that's going to be enjoyable, but can improve their finance skills, what would that film be?
1: When we mentioned this topic for the podcast, what I want to do was think of three films that, as you say, are entertaining and fun to watch, but also give people a bit of an insight into how the financial markets work. And I also wanted to try to mix it up a little bit. I wanted to have a bit of maybe a drama, something interesting, something funny. So I've chosen the three quite different movies. And the first, the first movie is one that many people will be familiar with, and it's The Big Short. The Big Short is based on the book by Michael Lewis, who's written some fantastic books about finance. And if you watch The Big Short, you're going to learn all about the 2008 financial crisis. You're going to learn about things like credit default swaps, collateralized debt obligations, um, and all these really interesting things that became very much in vogue in terms of discussions around 2008, 2009, 2010. The Big Short actually won an Oscar, and it's a really, really entertaining film. But what I really like about it, and it gets extra points for, is that the way it explains some of the technical details of the financial instruments, things that a lot of people would think are quite dry and technical, is explained in a really entertaining way uh, in the film, and often by really famous actors uh, Yeah, as well. It
0: is, is it Ryan Gosling that gives us a explanation of CDS's?
1: yeah ryan gosling is uh one of the main characters in in the movie and he has some really good voiceovers during the during the course of the movie to explain things but you get other people like Margot. is it what's her name Margot. Um, margo robbie Margot robbie that's it i mm-hmm. uh, follow into i should have remembered that and also you know not that i'm a big fan of her music but i know who she is selena gomez is in there explain yeah. it's really quite funny to watch selena gomez Um, I think she's playing poker and she's explaining some financial products while she's doing it. So yeah, really, really good entertaining movie, actually.
0: Okay. So would, would the Big Short be your number one film recommendation?
1: Yep. Really good Saturday night movie.
0: Okay, I'm with you on that one. So we're in agreement of a really good film to watch in terms of improving your finance. What would be another film that our listeners could try and download? but well, what I want to do is
1: think of one that perhaps isn't quite so obvious as well. The Big Short's probably on a lot of people's top list of uh, finance movies. And also, I've tried to steer away from corporate finance movies. So I've tried to stay away from things like Wall Street because I wanted to focus on the global markets, the, the financial markets, uh, the capital markets. Um, so I've actually gone with a, a lesser known movie, but I think it's a great movie. It's a really fantastic movie taught almost like a thriller in terms of the drama but that's margin call. Yeah, um yeah you've seen it haven't you Chris?
0: Yeah love it you've two for two so far. What what do you like about Margin Call? It's got a great cast for a start.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Bethany, uh Stanley Tucci, Debbie Moore, Zachary Quinto, and also I'm not sure if we're allowed to say his name anymore these days. Uh, Kevin Spacey's still <laughs> in there when yep. he was yeah. still allowed to be in movies. But it's it's really very technically accurate. And it's a realistic view on the beginning of the financial crisis of 2008. And so I think it's Zachary Quinto, he plays the main role. And he's a bit of a a, a really uh, top quantitative analyst, a bit of a rocket scientist. And he's working as a risk analyst in in a big investment firm, Big Shop in New York. The firm's being laid off and his boss is amongst them. But just before Peter's boss is escorted out of the building, and and I can remember watching at the time these things happening um, as the banks were going under, people being escorted out of the buildings. In the movie, when that happens, Peter's boss gives him this USB drive, and it shows him quite some worrying things about what's to come. And so the movie's really about the decisions, the actions, and, and the ethics that Peter had to go through in the next 24, 48 hours. Fantastic movie.
0: I was going to ask you, how accurate do you think or how true to life do you think these films are? Um, Because if you watch The Big Short or watch Margin Call, they give you really vivid images and descriptions of what happened. Do you think the filmmakers put a lot of effort into making it true to life or or not? What do you think?
1: I think those two movies, while they have obviously dramatised some things because Mm -hmm. you still want to enjoy the movie as we're watching it, uh, I, I think... That they uh, reflect things fairly accurately. The, they they wouldn't if you if you watch those movies at the end of it, I think you'd have a pretty good insight as to what was really going on through the global financial crisis. Uh, margin call just over a very short space of time, right as it was kicking off, whereas the big shorts over a bit of a longer time period. So you kind of see the build up, what's causing it, and then the immediate after effects.
0: Okay, two good choices so far. So the big short and margin call. Cool. I'm going to watch them after our podcast. What would be your third choice, Ryan?
1: Third one is a little bit different to the other two. I like a good comedy. like to have a bit of a laugh. Trading Places. It's a classic 80s film. A little bit more like Wall Street was that classic 80s film with Michael mm-hmm. Douglas. This is a classic 80s comedy. And it's got Eddie Murphy in it, who's always great value.
0: Have you seen it? I have seen it, actually. Um, and Eddie Murphy's on a bit of a comeback have if you if seen it coming to America's is it being re-released?
1: Yeah, 25 years or something after the 25 years after the first one. Yeah, it's been re-released. Uh, I think he's probably got a tax bill that he has to pay or something.
0: So this is more more big promotion. I say big promotion. I'm not I'm not sure how many millions our podcast will reach. Um, but but Eddie Murphy is definitely back in, in the limelight. Tell us a bit about um, the film Trading Places and why do you like that film?
1: Uh well there's these two old commodity brokers that run this firm. They're called Mortimer and Randolph Duke. Uh, they remind me of those two old guys in the Muppet show uh, that sit up in the uh, the bleachers shouting abuse to all the Muppets on stage. Uh, they have a little bit of a bet that they can turn a petty thief into a successful commodity trader. And that petty thief, yeah. of course, is, is Eddie, Mur- uh, Eddie Murphy. He plays the role fantastically. He's given the job of, of Lewis, who is the current kind of head star trader, uh, played by Dan Aykroyd, and he's fantastic in this as well. And, and it's they have the spec to see if they can take the common criminal off the street, turn him into the successful trader. Can they take the successful trader, frame him for a crime and see if he resorts to crime once he's lost all his riches, his environments and his friends. But what I really like about the movie, my favorite part about the movie is the film culminates in this really fast paced futures trading showdown. Now, I know that we don't have this open outcry pit trading so much anymore, but it's a great example of how commodities trading used to work and how trading on a pit used to work. But it's still relevant today because it still underscores how critical information is to investors and traders in the financial markets.
0: The final thing I was gonna ask you, I recently, I say recently, a year or so ago, I I re-watched Teen Wolf. Do you remember Teen Wolf? Oh, was that Michael J. Fox? Michael J. Fox. Showing your age. Indeed, it was a classic uh, 80s film. remember watching it with the VHS saw the film again and realised just how old it it was or how how old it is. Do you think if we were to share this with some interns or graduates, would this film look really dated or do you you think they'd still enjoy it now?
1: I'm pretty confident that they would still enjoy it now. I watched it not so long ago and I know what you mean. When you watch some of these movies from the 80s or the 90s and you watch them today, you think, oh gosh, how could you actually enjoy Mm -hmm. that at the time? I actually think while... Trading Places, you can see that it's set in the 80s. It has aged really, really well. It is still genuinely funny and a really good watch.
0: Okay. Well, if you do watch Trading Places and you didn't enjoy it, it's Ryan Spenderlow you need to get in contact with (laughs) to complain to. So again, thank you, Ryan, for joining us on our podcast. Thanks, Chris. It's been a pleasure. And thank you again to all of our listeners. We'd love your support. And you can do that by rating, reviewing, and subscribing to our Three for Thursday podcast. And while you're at it, check out our free resources at fmi.online. See you next Thursday.